0: Good morning and welcome to Daily Devotions. My name is Michael Collier and it is my joy to continue our devotional series titled Kingdom Life. Started off this week at the beginning of October and we'll be sharing it on uh, for the month of October about what does it mean to be part of God's kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. What are our responsibilities as citizens of God's kingdom when we are in the world but not of the world? Uh, and so today I'd like to share on the concept of Of generosity. What does that mean from the kingdom of God perspective on generosity? Our key verse for this series is Matthew 6, verse 33. And Jesus is saying, Seek first God's kingdom and his righteousness, and all these other things will be added unto you. Have you ever heard someone say that there's simply too many people on earth and we don't have enough resources? This seems to have become far more common. Uh, sort of thought pattern and phrase over the last couple of decades, but it's a scarcity mindset that I'd like to challenge, that there simply isn't enough and there's too many people. This mindset that there isn't enough and that there are too many people is directly opposed to Jesus' words in Matthew 6 that leads up to this key verse of ours, um, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all else will be added to you. So I'm going to read a lengthy passage of scripture, Matthew 6, from verse 25 to 33, and then we'll unpack it from there. Therefore, Jesus speaking, therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and your body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For those who don't know God, run after those things. And your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. In a world where so many experience scarcity and struggle, not abundance, how did Jesus say these things? How did Jesus expect us to not worry about these things? Jesus grew up in a world of scarcity and struggle. Under military occupation, as a Jewish person, in under, in, under Roman occupation, with people losing their homes and their land and their families to debt and poverty. So Jesus knew that things don't always work out. That sometimes it does seem like there isn't enough. Jesus experienced poverty firsthand, but he viewed life through the lens of the scriptures, which claim that our scarcity mindset uh, or our scarcity problem isn't caused by a lack of resources, but rather by a mindset that God can't be trusted. We think that maybe God is holding out on me. And maybe there isn't enough and maybe I need to take things into my own hands. And once we're deceived into this mindset of scarcity, we can justify the impulse to look after me and mine before anyone else. And that leads to envy and anger and violence and a world where it seems like there isn't enough. And we see this problem in the beginning of the Bible. It starts off beautifully enough. The picture of the Garden of Eden has creation as an expression of God's generous love to the world. There's enough for everyone. And humanity doesn't need to worry about our needs. There's more than enough to enjoy and to share. But humanity is deceived into thinking that God is holding out to them, that God can't be trusted. And humanity finds itself in a cycle of self-destruction as generation after generation of selfishness and greed leads to violence and oppression, all because we were deceived into a mindset that... God is holding out on us that God can't be trusted, and we believed in a scarcity mindset. So, what does God do about that? Well, firstly, He chose Abraham and his family to reestablish the blessing of the Garden of Eden, to show the whole world God's generous love, and that how God wants to share His gener- generous love with all the world. And all that Abraham's family needs to do is trust God. But that's not what happens. Abraham's descendants, the Israelites, Uh, Into the promised land and promptly forget the God who gave it to them. They act like it's all theirs and that there isn't enough to share. And that leads to violence and ultimately self-destruction. But God doesn't give up. His purpose is to share his generous love with all the world. And so he gives another gift. This time, he gives the gift of himself in the person of Jesus. And Jesus lived with the conviction that there is more than enough and that God is a generous father who can be trusted. His mindset of abundance, that there is more than enough with God, and that God can be trusted, allowed him to live sacrificially and generously, even towards his enemies. It's how Jesus could give thanks for two loaves and five fish, trusting that our generous God would supply the needs of his children. It's how Jesus could ask the servants at the wedding to fill the jars with water, trusting that the God who created all things will, again, create enough to supply the need. And Jesus invites us to live like he did, to live lives built on God's abundant goodness and generous love. That's why he would say things like, don't worry about your life or sell your possessions and give to those in need. But living generously doesn't mean that things will always go well. Jesus' generosity is what ultimately got him killed. But Jesus knew what he was doing. He knew we've all been deceived by the lie that God can't be trusted and that there isn't enough. And through the gift of his life, that lie was defeated in the ultimate expression of God's generous love on the cross. God's life can turn death into life and scarcity back into abundance. Paul writes it this way in 2 Corinthians 8 verse 9. You know the gift of our Lord Jesus Christ, that even though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that through his poverty you might become rich. Jesus invites us to live now as though a new creation has come through his death, burial, and resurrection. He invites us to live as though we are in a new garden of Eden, where our generous God can be trusted and where there really is more than enough. Jesus called this the kingdom of God. That's why we're calling this the kingdom life series. He said the kingdom of God has come near and taught us to pray, your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And our invitation to this kingdom is yet another gift from God, the generous gift of his personal presence in God's Holy Spirit. And God's Spirit teaches us to trust God's generosity, just like Jesus did. And when we believe there's more than enough, We start to see opportunities to share God's goodness and generosity everywhere with our time and with our money and with our resources. One of the most tangible ways that we can experience God's generosity, the generosity of God's new creation life, is to share it with others because of our trust for God. So today, three quick things. Seek God first to grow trust in him. Share of his goodness, for that grows our confidence in his ability to provide. And then offer a sacrifice to him to care for others, because Jesus taught us that it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. So today, may we be encouraged that in God's kingdom, there is more than enough, because we trust in the generous love of our God and of our Father. Let's commit this to God in prayer. Father, we are so grateful for your love for us the generous love of God that is poured out through your son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for your invitation to live as part of your kingdom now as though the new creation has come. Thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit that is with us to teach us how to trust you and to live lives of generous, sacrificial love because of your love for us that is in your son, Jesus Christ. So teach us today, we pray, to trust in you more and more. As your disciples said, Jesus, Lord, we believe in you. Help us in our unbelief. Help us to trust you to live lives of generosity and therefore reveal your generous love to others the way you have loved us. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.